Welcome to the Moot Community Podcasts. In this podcast, Ian Mobsby dialogues with Brother Samuel, the presiding minister for the Anglican Franciscans in England, to explore Franciscan spirituality and how new monasticism can learn and draw on the wisdom and practices of the Franciscan friars. In our current culture of post-secular spiritual tourism, new, emerging and fresh expressions of church have much to learn from the ongoing Franciscan community. Right, I've got a list of questions I wanted to ask you. Is that all right? Because I just yeah, really sure. want to hear what you, what you think. Um, first of all, I wanted to ask you specifically what you thought was a significant Franciscan approach to Christian spirituality. What, what, what is it about Franciscan spirituality that you think is unique? Well, I don't know about unique. I mean, I think there's a, um, a, 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 a great emphasis on the incarnation. Okay on the humanity of Jesus, of God sharing our human nature, human life, and a great sense of the huge condescension of God in Jesus Christ. So it's a very Jesus-centered, Christ-centered um, uh, spirituality. Okay. Um, and it's also um, in a, a great awareness of the goodness of God in and through all creation. He's not pantheist, and I'm not even sure he's panentheist, but he is certainly and has this great awareness of, of creation being an expression and everything in it, an expression of the goodness and the love and the generosity of God. And the Franciscan theologians after Francis, like Bonaventure and Duns Scotus, really developed that theme. Okay. And developed the theme not only of the... Um, uh, the goodness of God in creation. I mean, he talks, I mean, Angela Foligno, um, a, a Franciscan mystic who, after the time of Francis, talks about the world being pregnant with God, the whole world being pregnant with God. Okay. And um, Bonaventure, oh no, Thomas of Chilano, his biographer, speaks of him as being um, in every beautiful thing, he saw the one who is beauty itself, and from the contemplation of earthly things, his mind and heart rose to the to the to the praise and glory of God. And Dan Scotus was a very I mean, he was the person who said actually, you know, the the incarnation was um, part of God's design right from the very beginning. It wasn't a rescue effort. Um, since the fall, it was actually there, right in the very heart of God, that God should become man in Christ, and um, that in that Jesus Christ, the Jesus Christ is actually the ultimate fulfilment of all creation. So, the, so the emphasis there, which I think is really beautiful, is on Christ as human rather than Christ as God. Yeah, is that? It's well, it's both both human and divine. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's the two. Um, I mean, it's a sense that, you know, God was in, uh, I mean, he, he's got a great, great sense of the Trinity and a great sense of, 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 of the, of the uh, he's, I mean, he's, a, he's a very sort of Trinitarian um, theology, but it's, but it's certainly, it's that, 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 that God, the Logos, becomes human in Christ and shares our humanity and the huge humility and condescension of God, yes, so it, it emphasizes that. That's beautiful. Great, that, that's really succinct, that's great. I, I've got a few other questions, I'll come back to that in a minute. But mm. what, what would you say was the main vocation of a friar? I've been talking to Bro, um, Abbot Stewart, who made a really big distinction between friars and monks. Um, yes, that's right. So, so what, would you, what would you say was, was the distinctive vocation of a, of a friar? Um, I, I think it's to... 
um, uh, to, to, to praise God in and through all things, to join in the praise of all creation, um, to know God um, even and to serve God even in the most humble and lowly and um, marginal of people and situations and of creatures. So Francis has this great sense of being. Um, um, I mean, I think I think that I think there are four there are four particular things of of, of Franciscan the Franciscan vocation. The one is to um, is to be um, to be brothers, and there's a great emphasis in Francis of being a brother. He, you know, he, he he through through Jesus through through knowing Brother Jesus, he becomes a brother. Francis becomes a brother to all. To, to, to all, not only to all people, but to all creation. So this great emphasis on fraternity, of living in fraternity, in 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 in, in, in um, with with others. That's the first thing. Second, being he he called himself and his brothers. He called them the fratres minores, the lesser brothers, and he wanted to emulate the humility of Christ, and therefore to be. Um, yes, the lesser brothers, not lesser than any other order in the church, but to be amongst lesser people, because that's where he saw God was. So being lesser. Then I think a third thing is being um, a great phrase for Francis, in which we've applied to Francis, is being an instrument of peace. And certainly he had a great sense of vocation to, to bring reconciliation and peace to people and to live that peace himself. So there's a there's a there's a great emphasis on reconciliation in Francis, and then third, lastly, um, he had a he had a great um, and there was a great emphasis in Francis and in the Francis tradition on on simply on proclaiming the gospel, on not necessarily by preaching but by living it, yeah. and that there's actually a, there's good he called himself uh, when people asked him who he was he said I'm the herald of the great king, and I think those four particular aspects of fraternity, of being minores, lesser, of being an instrument of peace, and of, um, of um, being herald, you know, actually proclaiming the gospel, witnessing, witnessing to the God, love of God in Christ, and proclaiming it. And all of that, all of that undergirded by, by praise and prayer. And I mean, he was a contemplative. He was, and, and the contemplative, it's not whether sort of monks are, monks are contemplative and friars are active. I mean, friars would, I would say that, um, you know, in the Franciscan tradition, ac action and contemplation go together. Yes, yes. So, uh, so would you say also with friars that there's, there's a kind of a distinctiveness about being sent? And in the sense of being communities which try to serve particular places, um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think there's a particular emphasis on 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 being sent. I mean, we do, um, we as Franciscans certainly do. Um, we're not, un, you know, unlike the monks, who are very much take a vow of stability in the monastery. Yeah. Um, you know, the brothers um, are very much. Um, um, a the, the stability is within the community as a whole, within the community of brothers. That's where your stability is. But actually, you get, you can be sent here, yeah, um, anywhere. And so, you know, the the, the phrase which the phrase uses, you know, the world's our cloister. Yes. Yes. 
That's nice. So do you see... So I'm, I'm totally aware that, that what fr friars and monks have in common is they're drawing on the contemplative uh, spirituality. So do you see friars as monastics, or do you see monastics and friars as distinctly different? I, see them, I do see them as different, because I think there's... Um, I think that uh, I, I do think the vow of stability in the monastic tradition is quite is different from I mean we don't take that deliberately don't take that I think um, it draws upon um, I mean I, I, in a sense I can't speak for the monastic tradition I wouldn't want to speak for for the monastic tradition but I mean Francis never intended to found a religious order. He simply wanted to live the gospel. Now you could say, well, Benedictine was in the same. He had no great. I mean, he yes. he wrote a rule for brothers. This little rule for brothers, a little rule for beginners. He said, um, but he had no idea that it would then become a great rule which would be followed by all the Western Church. Yes. So you know, perhaps no religious founder thinks that they're going to um, you know establish what eventually turns out. But um, uh, Francis originally simply uh, wanted to permission to live the gospel, and he was very reluctant to write any rule at all. Mm. His first rule was simply a, a collection of quotations from the gospel. Yeah. And when under pressure towards the end of his life, because the order had got so big and was expanding so fast and was becoming quite disorderly, um, and and also experiencing great tension, then um, he he did he wrote he wrote a rule which was not accepted, and then he wrote another rule which was accepted, and that's become become the rule of the of the of the Friars Minor, not incidentally of the of the majority of Franciscans. Okay. Because they've, the, the majority of Franciscans actually are those orders which have been founded since the great early days of Francis. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, um, uh, what, what, what was I going to say about the difference between friars and friars and monks? I mean, I think um, uh, friars uh, and monastics—that was the, the, the yes about about monastic. I mean, yeah. the, the, but having said that, you know, inevitably there was pressure on the Franciscans to to live um, something of the monastic life. I mean, again, from the early days, there were those brothers who under pressure from the church or perhaps from their own their own inclinations or perhaps from their own um, desire to study actually lived a quite strong conventual life and they had cloisters and they had churches and 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 and, and big properties and so on and of course it very you know quite soon it it um, it, it became um, uh, it became corrupt, and uh, yes. and the seeds of corruption, of course, are always sown by in the success of an order. Yes. So, um, and but I think there is, there's always, there's always been a number of tensions in the Franciscan tradition of those who would see themselves as more conventual, mm. those who would see themselves as living the eremit, more eremitical tradition. And there's quite a strong element, and always has been that in the Franciscan tradition. And those who would see themselves very much um, as itinerant preachers, and as living amongst the poor and marginalised. And there's been a, you know, there's, there's, you're, you're pulled all ways as a Franciscan, yeah. <laughs> and you have to try and hold a, hold hold something of those things together. Yeah. yeah. No, that that's really clear. Um, the other thing that Abbot Stewart said, which I thought was really interesting, he he was saying that given even though there was a um, uh, there was a distinct difference in vocation between friars and monks, he talked about the fact that more recently in this century, um, 
there are sometimes you get monks that are more friar-like and friars that are more monk. -like. Yes, yes, that's so, right. So increasingly, right. there seems to be a, a, an increased cooperation between the two. Oh, sure. There's a, there's a family. There's a family likeness. You speak. A, we, we, you know, you speak a common language, really. Um, and you know, there are some of our houses which are more monastic. In fact, we have one for our, which we call the monastery. Okay. And um, that, you know, because that's our that's our sort of that, that's our more enclosed house where novices go for part of their training, and 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 some brothers feel a very definite vocation too. Yes. Um, but equally, so you know, there are, there are, there are other brothers who would certainly see that not as their vocation. Hmm. Okay. And, and what do you think of new monasticism? Which, you know, what, when I talked with Abbot Stewart, he, again, we talk, he thought it was a kind of a new language. Because I'm aware that we both went to that thing, which was very interesting, all sorts of yeah. groups meeting up. Yeah. Yeah. So there needs to be something of it. So what do you think of this kind of new monasticism? And do you think it's authentic? And do you see Franciscanism having something to do with it? Um, well, I, I think it's authentic. Um, I think that what I, what I would say is that, I mean, I think in a time, I mean, I think the interesting thing is a time when um, uh, most religious orders in the Western Church are facing decline and possibly extinction. I mean, uh, quite likely extinction, I think. Um, most religious orders. Um, there are, and yet, <clears throat> there's sort of a whole new eruption yeah. of, um, of, a form of of different forms of religious life, yes. and I think that's actually what we've seen in the history of the church. That you know, the religious life keeps reinventing itself, yes. or or the spirit is moving people to be um, to, to 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 live the gospel in this particularly committed and focused way. Yes. Um, uh, in the, and I think there are some common themes in it which are really quite important. Mm. Um, I mean, uh, common themes of um, <clears throat> a life in some kind of community or association which is bonding together, which is more than you normally get in the life of the church. Yeah. That would be one, one aspect of it, some kind of communal association and sense of obligation. Yes. Um, another would be, um, I think, a very a desire to have a real discipline, a corporate discipline of prayer and worship. Yes. And that that's an, a, a, some kind of daily rhythm of, of, of prayer and worship in common is, is one of the, as another aspect of it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I think um, a, um, a and, and some form of, um, of sharing in resources, property, uh, gifts, and um, and 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 purpose yes. um, will be another another element of it, and I mean there'll be others as well. Mm. So so do you so do you, so you affirm this new monastic thing that seems to be emerging out of culture, uh, and do you have any concerns about it? I think um, <clears throat> um, I think there's um, I, I I mean generally yes I affirm it sure do. Um, and I think it's exciting, and I think it's really important that traditional religious orders are open to it, hospitable to it, and encourage it, and give encouragement and support and guidance, and also learn from it themselves. Okay. So, I mean, generally, yes. I think the dangers, the, the caution I'd have, is, of course, that you can, you can have the outward forms of 
of of of religious life of monasticism of uh, community life without having the, the sort of the inner spirituality of it yes. and it can be superficial you know yes. um and <clears throat> and um i think that uh, 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 uh so it you, you know I, so, so I I mean I'm I'm for instance you know there are, there are those who I'm thinking of for instance are members of our third order yes. who are ever so keen to have some kind of habit to wear <laughs> you know and I think Lani well don't 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 go down that track really it's just it's it's you know you're 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 you're, you're, you're yeah. in this for the dressing up really yeah. and you don't need to be yes. and I think there would be you know. Again, you, the danger would be in taking on structures and terms like abbot and prior and superior yes. and all that stuff, and it's not necessary. That isn't the essential of the religious life. Yes. Um, and um, the, I suppose the other sort of thing would be a sort of rather superficial, sentimental sort of attachment to various founders, particularly of St. Francis. Of, yes. it, it's rather like this rather woolly kind of thinking about Celtic spirituality, <laughs> you know, yes. which Celtic spirituality seems to me, it, it, it means anything that anyone wants to make it, you know? Yes. Yes. And I yes. think there's not much grounds for deciding what Celtic spirituality is, actually. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, again, you know, with, with Franciscans, it can be, you know, just a general sort of, um, you know, love of, of animals. And, yes. and that, that that you know Francis is more much more than that really mm. and and so I would say there's a danger always in in superficiality mm. um in 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 such things yeah, that's, that's uh, really helpful um, and uh but i mean i think it's um i i i I mean, and, and there's also, I think, in 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 some, um, you know, in in many orders uh, of uh, there's many traditional orders. There's a there's an anxiety that, um, or no, there's a there's a certain snootiness actually that you know that 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 of course you know these people are coming on, but you know we're doing the real thing, and we actually take life vows and and so on. And I think that's I think that's um, arrogant, and I think it's um, foolish as well. Actually, I I would want to say you know look for the signs of the spirit and the signs of new life and signs of growth wherever it is, and see if you can nurture it and encourage it and guide it and 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 be ready and humble enough to learn from it. Mm. Um, I would say, I, oh yes, that's right. I I think there's a great there's a danger in 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 some religious orders again traditional and some failing religious orders who see this as a sort of um, um, a way in which they can survive, keep on going as they are. I mean, so, you know, yes. they're inviting people to come and live with them. Yes. And very often it's inviting people to come to live with them and do the work um, right. <laughs> and keep things going. Yeah. And, and, and that is that's fatal yeah. because it, if you see it as a way of sort of somehow it's going to enable the religious life to survive, that that's... That's yes. utter foolishness, and yes. it won't it won't work. And because people will just get fed up with it and feel used after a while. Mm. All you can do is, I think, is 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 see what. Um, I mean, I think there are real opportunities for genuine living together with people uh, of a mixed community in people in vows, 
and people not in vows, people coming for um, a limited period of commitment, and people coming at various levels of commitment. Yes. And I think the important thing is to is to be hospitable is as full away as you can, you know? I mean, I see people who come here uh, that, you know, in a way, and, you know, a person who comes to visit the Ferrari for a day, I want that person to be as fully as possible. I mean, there are some ways it can't be, but as fully as possible part of the family, part of the community. Yes. You you welcome them into you you show them the hospita- hospitality of Christ you 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 actually look for bonds of commonality and, uh, and 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 fraternity with them. Yes. And um, I mean, we have at Hillfield here. We we're now a community of five brothers, um, but a total community of twenty-two. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that includes. Keith MacDonald, who's lived with us now for 30, 55 years and never comes to chapel at all. <laughs> he, he, he was put off for, um, 35 years ago, 40 yeah. years ago, by, by, by having to go to chapel. Yeah. It, includes, um, it includes Sam Penny, who's been with us, who's a Roman Catholic, and been with us for the past 10 and a half years, uh, 11 years. And it includes, um, it includes Jonathan and Susie Herbert, who've just come from Pilsden. They've been a warden of Pilsden, and they're, they're yes. with us, and are just a delight to have here. And he's got a great wisdom of sort of living in community. Mm. It includes a priest who's on his way to becoming a Benedictine, but is having some time with us on the way. Right. It includes um, um, seven, eight young people who are with us for a year as volunteers, and who have varying degrees of, uh, of, of Christian commitment. Um, and some on their way to other vocations, Christian vocations. Mm. Um, it includes um, so you know the whole there's a whole whole range of people who we we welcome here as part of the community at Hillfield. Mm. And now that isn't a model which all our houses should have, but it is a model. It yes. is a way which actually we can. I think we you know there's there's, there's things to be learned from it. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That that's really helpful. I like that way because it's like, almost like belonging without necessarily believing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Well, there, there's one thing I wanted to question because you brought up the Celtic thing, which I think is ridiculously over romantic. But there was one thing I was quite interested in, and that was some something I read, um, looking at I can't remember the exact word, but it looked at how the United Kingdom, or rather, Brit- the British Isles, was evangelised yes. from Ireland, and and made the link between. Um, those kind of Celtic type of monks being uh, very, very similar to Franciscan friars in the terms of that they were travelling evangelists. Um, yeah. Um, would, would you make that connection? Would you agree with that? Well, I... Yes and no. I mean, I... I, um, I, I the British Isles weren't totally um, evangelised by the Celtic, Celtic monks. I mean, they, they, they... You know, there was the... There was the residual um, um, Christian church, possibly... Um, from 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 the time, from the Roman times, um, there was a substantial um, evangelization from from Rome, yes. um, which which grew and developed and so on. And um, I'm not I'm not I'm not quite sure there was this great sort of you know I mean today is St Hilda's Day and all that and Synod of Whitby and so on. Yes. I think we make too much of the whole you know the the great battle between Celtic. You know the Celtic date of Eastern. I mean, it's been it's been it's been talked up by okay. by by Bede in the in the Ecclesiastical History of the English Church and all that. Okay. Uh, my, is my view, 
And actually, yeah. Kate, that would be Kate Tristam's view on Holy Island, too. Right. Very much so. Um, and so I would say, you know, the fact is, um, the, the Celtic church, certainly it was a monastic church, but so, you know, so was the mission from Rome, actually. Yes. And yes. so was the whole Anglo-Saxon Minster model. Yes. Yeah. And, and let's face it, you know, an awful lot of the time between, you know, 597 or 625 or whenever, the, you know, the missions sort of came yeah. um, and, um, and, and, and the millennium of a thousand. I mean, a huge amount of time, 400 and something years. Yeah. In that time, we saw, you know, there was, a whole, there was a flowering of monasticism. There was a diminishment of monasticism. There was a huge reform of monasticism under Dunstan yeah. in, in, in the 10th century. And, a great, then, a great, and a great, then a great flowering of Anglo-Saxon monasticism again yes. in the 11th century. Yes. And so I, I think, you know, that, that certainly there's been a... As we know from our cathedrals, that most of our cathedrals were monastic cathedrals. Yes. Un unlike, unlike the continent. Yes. So I think I think that that the monastic tradition in the first you know thousand years, and we've only just got to got to the end of the second one, yeah. um, actually had a huge part to play in the life of 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 the English church. Yes whether it's Celtic or whether it's Roman or whether it's, you know, Anglo-Saxon or whatever. Okay. Now, that's, that's really helpful. Thank you. Um, yeah, going back to the theology for a minute. Um, yeah. Um, I, I've, I can't remember what the name of the book I've just read on Franciscanism, but it made a big point on, on making Francis almost like a mystic um, in his thinking. Um, and I was, again, very moved by the connection between that if, um, and Teresa of, some of Teresa of Avila's writing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so would you say that Franciscans by a whole tend to be more mystical in their, in their theology? Is that right? Well, again, I, 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 I think that's a generalization. I mean, Francis certainly was a mystic. I mean, he was a contemplative who, yeah, I mean, I think I, and the whole business of the stigmata was a mystical experience for him. Yes. He was a person who was um, uh, certainly had, he had a whole series of mystical experiences of visions of um, you know of, 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 of guidance and, and, and so on um, it depends what you mean by mystic you know it, it, it's but I think he had, he had a deep awareness of the presence of God in all things yes. and in all people he had a but he had a great equally a huge devotion to the sacrament yes <clears throat> and he had a huge devotion to the scriptures I mean, he said, he, he, he had this great thing about, you know, he went around cleaning churches and praying in churches and restoring churches and making sure that the sacrament was being properly housed and so on. But equally so, he had this great thing that if you found the scriptures lying in an unworthy place or being treated uh, unworthily, you must, you must pick them up and you must, you must, you must put them in a worthy place. You must, you must treasure the scriptures. Mm. So... Yeah, I mean, he 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 was a he was a per, if if my mystic you had you had a person for whom I think the world um, the boundary between this world and um, the kingdom yes and the, it was very thin yes and he was constantly um, aware of the presence of God he lived in the presence of God he you know he lived yes. out of that uh, yes. but you know actually that would probably be so for most religious founders. Mm. 
I suppose what I'm trying to emphasise is that um, um, this idea of uh, kind of a fulfilment. In, uh, I suppose it goes back to the Trinitarian stuff that you talked about earlier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the idea that the religious life is somewhat joining in with God, and this uh, idea, sure. and this idea of mystical union or theosis. Yes, yeah, sure, yeah? certainly, certainly, a participation in the life of God and a deep sense of so that's which we're called. That's to what we're, what we're called to. Yes, but in, in in a very sort of, but you know, for Francis, it would be. It would be uh, both through, he would experience that both through withdrawal. And I mean, he, the, um, I mean, Francis Teresa, the, um, the, the poor Claire, the Roman Catholic poor Claire, she would say that, um, you know, Francis spent 60% of his time um, as a hermit, actually. You know, 60% of his time was, was a habit. And then, but he, then he would be out on the road, he out preaching, and he'd be living, you know, amongst lepers. Yes. And, 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 but that would also be a mystical experience for Francis. Yes. Yes. Um, I think what he, what, he, what he did have, and what's the great, you know, he, he, he does, he, he focuses on, because of his great awareness of God in, 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 in creation and incarnation, you know, everything around him speaks to him of God. And so, and he, he wants to visualize it. He wants to see it. He wants to actually enter into that experience so mm. uh, you know he, he he dwells on the cross on the crucifix um and he he you know he he builds a christmas crib i mean in yes. in, 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 in in a stable in greccio and he he said he has mass celebrated there and you know he sees a, he sees a cross on two sticks lying on the road and he weeps over it yes uh, because he sees the cross there he 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 sees a mother and a child, and he's you know he's 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 he's, he's all sobbing over Mary and everything. Mm. <laughs> well, it seems to me that that that's really very powerful expression of of what I suppose what I understand Christian mysticism to be. Yeah, and that has something I think uh, I don't know what you feel, but it has something to say for the many 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 people who are spiritually seeking at the moment. Yes, there's something yeah, about yeah, Franciscan yeah. spirituality that resonates with people who are looking for deep meaning and and are seeking exp- uh, kind of uh, transformative experience. Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'd, I'd say that. Yeah, sure. Uh, certainly, certainly. I think I, you know, and actually, I, I think that um, I mean, particularly in our present situation, our present age, yes. where we are. I mean, I think with a massive crisis over our relationship with with creation, with the environment, yes. and only just, you know, we're only just beginning to wake up mm. to the enormity of that. And it's not a matter about sort of getting just a little bit of technology fixing it, but actually a, yes. a radical a radical change in our relationship with, with the world around us. Yes. And I think that Francis has a particular thing to show us about that. And I think that um, again, in a in a in a in a in a, in a culture where um, uh, the whole sort of economic system, which under which we've lived, mm-hmm. and which we, in which we've trusted over the last several decades, has you know is is, is is seems to be being questioned. I think I think it's not being questioned nearly enough. But I think that um, um, you know Francis is actually. Saying something quite radically different yes. um, is, is is offering a, a very very different perspective. He he lives out of the economy of gift, not the economy of the market, and uh, he 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 offers a, a, a very powerful alternative. 
And I do think that those particular, those particular areas, the, the area of what the, the area of economy, uh, the, the, the economics, the area of uh, of creation, the area of ecology. And I would say also the area of um, in a, in, a, in a time when we are um, uh, you know so many of the tensions in the world are actually being focused around religion or di- religious differences. Yes. You know, Francis again of his time yes. was able to reach out to people who were you know the the enemy yes. at the time, mm-hmm. and to live. I mean, I don't. He, he didn't. He didn't go to make peace with the Muslims. Mm. Um, that would have been. He wouldn't have seen that was what his job was. What he went, he went out to join the crusading armies um, in in Egypt and was appalled by what he saw yes. and by what they were trying and the way they were going about it, and 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 just took himself off and walked through the enemy lines and and and, and found found himself in the court of the Sultan, mm. and struck up a rapport with a, with a man um, who was a, a particularly cultured and wise wise. Um, uh, Muslim leader, and actually they found something in common. They found a, a reverence for God, mm. and certainly Francis comes back from that, having learnt something, unlike most other people of his time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. And I think I think that's a very powerful um, image for our time too. Mm. So I, I I mean I I. I it's, it's you know Franciscans aren't the only people who are saying these things though. No, no, absolutely. I, I see and, that. And 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 I wouldn't wouldn't want to claim that it's you know it, Franciscan spirituality particularly in today meets the needs of all you know where yes. people are coming from. But yes. I do think that 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 Franciscans have got something to say. Yes. And I think if we if if it's if we can dare to live it out, even slightly radically, mm-hmm. that's a very attractive. Um, that will be very attractive for people. Yes. Um, uh, and challenging. Mm. Or, but I think they go together, really. Well, thank, that's, that's loads there. This is, this is to just help me get my, my, um, my thinking around lots of things. <laughs> lots of things. Um, partly because Moot, so just that, you know, we are in discussions with the Diocese of London about trying to... So all this stuff is really helpful just to try to work out what that's I'm thinking. Really, that's really good. Mm, that sounds very exciting. Yeah, it could be. I'm, I'm hoping it's all going to come together. So I'm thinking what we're doing then, you see, seems to be drawing on... on, on you know, part of it is about... seems to resonate a lot with Franciscan sort of things and i'm thinking some of it also resonates with some benedictine ideas so yeah yeah so it's, it's almost like being a monk and friar in the same place is, is a so what we're trying to work out well I, and I, I can i can um yeah i can i can i can understand that and i don't you know i don't i don't i don't you should worry too much about sort of whether it's monastic or whether it's franciscan i think you yeah. you know you'll draw you'll draw from you'll draw from both traditions and 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 people have always done so um so don't worry too much about which slot it's in. And I suppose the other thing is, don't be so, I mean, draw upon the traditions and make connections and learn and, and share and so on. But in the end, if, 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 it's, if it's authentic, I think it will be, you'll be called to be doing something radically new as well. Yes. And, you know, it, it, it's, it, the, the really important thing is, is, is a sense of, is a deep sense of purpose behind it, you know. I mean, being 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 a community, or being a Franciscan community, or being a Benedictine community, is not an end in itself. Yes, no, um, that's, that's good. It's it, you know, and and communities which are ends in themselves, just to be community, frankly, uh, they don't get very far. Yes, people get tired of it after a while, mm-hmm. and there's got to be some kind of. Um, uh, you know, ongoing uh, and developing vision of actually 
of, of, of what this is for. And, uh, you know, it, it could, it, if, clearly, if it's, in a, if it's in about, you know, offering praise and worship to God, and that's the principal thing, you know, the liturgy, then um, that's going to be more in the, in the Benedictine tradition. But that's a perfectly valid work in itself. Mm. But equally so to be amongst the poor and to, yes. uh, to witness to the poor, um, you know, is, is also a very, powerful, it's a very powerful thing. But having constantly reminding yourself of what you're here for, what you, what's it she really about? Yes. But you, you know, we, I think as Franciscans, and I think, the, I mean, we, we're, we're fortunate, we've got, you know, a considerable number of vocations now um, yes. coming in and lots of people inquiring. And so we're not in a sort of critical, well, not, not desperately critical situation. Um, we're not on our last legs yet. Um, mm. But, you know, why a lot of communities, I think, do, gent- you know, do die out is because they just forget what they're about. Yes. And they, they, they think that the, the, the whole purpose of the thing is just to keep, keep the thing going. Mm. And it isn't. No. Well, our key focus, I think, is particularly trying to uh, aim at those um, who are spiritually seeking, who many yeah. of which have come through 12-step groups and addiction and where consumerism has, has, yeah. has not delivered. So a lot of our work is about practicing generosity to that group yeah. of people. That, Wonderful. That's the main aim of what we're yeah. doing. Yeah, really good. Hmm. Well, that's really helpful. Thank you, Brother Samuel. That's, okay. that's really, really helpful. God bless. Not at all. Okay. Hope it goes well. Great. Thank you very and, much. And do, you know, yeah. I mean, it'd be lovely, I mean, to keep contact. And if you, ever to. Wanted to, if you ever want to just bring a group down here um, to see what we're doing and see what the, sort yes. of the shape of the community is, how it's emerging and see some of the things and, or, or just to come and talk things over. That would be lovely. We, you know, we mm. could, we could even, we could provide hospitality for that. That we, I would, I'd love that because we've got a core team of quite young people. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're talking about a core of about 20, 30 people now mm-hmm. um, with a rhythm of life. Um, mm. So, and then some of them are very new. So that would be really helpful actually. Mm. It'd be good to try and see if we can do that at some point. I'd love that. Okay, Ian. Great, thanks for your help. Bye-bye now. Thank you, bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this Moot podcast. For more information on the Moot community, please go to the website www.moot.uk.net. The next Moot podcast will be exploring the theme of Lent and the spiritual passions and virtues.